Welcome back. You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast. Hey, friend! Yes. Hi. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good. Chilling like a villain. How are you, Amanda? I'm good, guys. Yes. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm just kidding. I don't know what day it is. (laughs) Monday, girl. It's Monday. I think today's Monday. Um, so today we have Amanda, my dear friend. I've known Amanda since we were in middle school. We went to the same middle school, same high school. We even went to PCC together. Remember that for a short stint? We did. Um, we've been really good friends for a really long time. She's my boo thing and we've been through it through thick and thin. We've been through it without um yeah you know just straight love without judgment of like each other's dumb shit I do a lot of dumb stuff (laughs) Amanda doesn't but I do I had my moments (laughs) I don't know I don't know Glenda for that long so I don't know what she's talking about (laughs) no she's like this saint that likes to stay home and watch movies and play with her dog Oh, really? Is that what my friend? That's the new me. That's Glenda, 2020 Glenda. I'm a changed woman, 2020. (laughs) And Amanda, I've had the pleasure of knowing you uh, now. I don't know how long. Not that long, obviously, because I don't know Glenda for that long either. But it's always nice to see you and, like, have you around and, like, catch up. We don't see each other that often, but when I see you, I get excited. I'm like, yeah, hey, girl. So... (laughs) Thanks for being here. Um, Today, we're going to talk about breakups. I'm sure we've all gone through them at some point in our lives, and some definitely harder than others. So here today, we have you to chat with us about how to thrive after a breakup. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. So I guess I'll give a little bit of a background maybe on what I kind of went through. had a long-term relationship um we were engaged to have like a two-year engagement and then a year into it the engagement got called off so it was a little different than probably your average like oh we broke up after a year broke up after two years um the wedding was like fully planned everything was done and it just kind of came to a halt but I'll say to thrive from anything after something like that, there's two things I feel like that need to happen. One, you do need to find yourself. And a lot of time, you do need to spend a lot of time with yourself to rediscover yourself, figure out who you are, what you're really into, what makes you happy. But a lot of people will take that and just go into complete isolation, which is also not good. Um, even with the example of like right now being in quarantine, it was like, oh, just be by yourself. Like there's a reason we have social connections with people and during quarantine and during times like that, you need to reach out to your friends. So I'll give a lot of it to all of you guys, like all of my homegirls, all of my friends, my cousins, everybody helped me thrive. Um, and everybody was also good with kind of like giving you space when you needed it, but then being there. Like, Glinda would just be there just to sit and watch movies and talk. Or 
she'd be there to sit when I was like, I need to go get drunk and I need to go out and dance. Like, she's like, I'm here. So there's kind of things like that. Um, but the same too, like, cause Glenda, I know I was there for you too when you went through a similar situation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, um, depending on your friends, I would say it's something that's really important. Friends. Um, Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you lose your friends, though. When you're in a relationship for that long, your friends become your partner, you know, and mm-hmm. your circle becomes smaller. And when you break up, you're, you're lost, too, because you don't have friends, you know, or your friends are your significant other's friends as well. You can't hang out yeah. with them. Um, so, I mean, I think a lot of it like for me I didn't have a lot of friends but I do that a lot like I don't keep a lot of people in my circle and I think I've I've been known for that you know what I mean my circle has always been small but um so yeah that that's difficult for some people too that is breakup you don't have any friends or you want to go back to your old friends and your old friends are like, nah, ah, girl, go back to your man. <laughs> That's your friend. <laughs> things changed. You're like, wait, is this how people dress now? We're going to go out. Let's go. Right, yeah. Oh, wait, we go out at like nine, not at five o'clock to go eat. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. And your routine changes. So, you know, maybe like your Friday night, Saturday nights look different. And now when you're trying to see like what everybody else is doing, and to keep yourself busy, it's kind of like everybody's like, uh, yeah, like, keep up, you know? And then you're like, I don't like this. I'm going to go back with my man. <laughs> you know, find somebody again? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And I think I was kind of worried because, I mean, obviously after, like, being in the, the relationship I was in for so long, the circle was kind of, our friends meshed and became each other's friends. Um, but we... I never wanted to take negativity out of that relationship into anything new that I was doing in life. So I was never like, even to Glenda and to some of our other really close friends, I was never like, you can never talk to him again. Don't text him. Like, no, like if you run into him, he says, hi, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I mean, it would be different. Like if somebody's hitting you up, like, Hey, let's still like go and hang out. Then I might be like, Hey, what are you doing? But I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you cut him off like no like that person was part of your life for just as long as they were part of my life because you were my friend um but yeah I think that's also kind of important too though is to not like I could have came out of it a bitter person not believing in like love anymore not thinking like what's the point of relationships um but I didn't and I just kind of let it go um one thing I kind of geared towards, and it, I know it's not for everyone, but I kind of got into more like the crystals and like the saging, um, kind of like this, I guess, spirituality, I guess. Um, and that helped me. I know for some people, they don't believe in it, think it's real, but I just think it's like whatever you find comfort in mm-hmm. helps you. So I did a lot of that. Like I did a lot of saging just to clear out the negative energy because I didn't want any of it coming with me um carried certain crystals around that just made me feel more comfortable um even like moon rituals stuff like that like but that was just like I said for me everybody has different things that they go to and then I do know a lot of people told me um 
I jumped into keeping myself busy. I don't know. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, this girl needs to sit down and reflect. And like, because Magali's always asking me, like, how's Amanda doing? You know, I'm like, she's doing too much. <laughs> and Maggie would always defend me. She was like, that's okay. And not everybody deals with things the same way you would you know what I mean so you have to let people deal with it however it is that they want and what's best for them so I'd be like but she needs to sit down (laughs) yeah I thought about that too like your you know your thought process was like she needs to sit down and reflect and stay home and and I was like no but not everybody's the same like you might think that's what's best for her and you might think that's best for you like if you went through that like you're thinking about like you know what's the what's the process But I was like, I think it's great that she's, you know, Amanda, that you were out there and like, you still continue, like you have a good time. Like, like I mentioned to you earlier, every time I saw you, like from the outside, I was like, wow, she's like so happy. Like she's making the best out of like any situation. Every time I saw you, you were just like thriving, like having a good time, like in a good mood. And I never like heard you say anything negative about your ex. I never like saw you get like ugly at the end of the night where you were like a mess or like talking shit or angry or sad and that's okay you know if you did and a lot of people that's like I think that was what I expected a lot of people told me that they expected that from me and they're like oh it's right and I did I did have some messy nights where I ended up crying like if I was out with certain like of my friends I ended up crying um but I don't, I think a lot of people expected, I don't know, I think they expected me to like kind of curl up in a ball and just not get back out there. And I'm not saying like get back out there. I fucking disappeared. I changed my number. I erased my Twitter. I deleted my Instagram. I had no Facebook. I was a motherfucking ghost. It took me a long time to get you out of your house. (laughs) Yeah, I was in time nowhere you know that was just me I was doing it and I was thinking about exactly what happened but I needed that because I thought my breakup was because of a certain event and it wasn't that it was that we dated when we were little kids and now we're 25 26 years old and we're two completely different persons the breakup happened because there was no love anymore. It fell out of love and it's not something that was supposed to happen anymore. You know, it Mm. wasn't like a certain event was probably what broke the camel's back, but it's okay. You know, and I had to be by myself to realize like for it to push me to where I am now, you know what I mean? I would have never been where I'm not at now if I was piggybacking off of somebody else, you know, So everything happens for a reason. And I'm so blessed that that breakup happened. I'm so blessed and so like, you know, happy that I had that relationship because a lot of from that relationship has molded me and shaped me into a better person, you know? So I I needed to be by myself in my room, like reflecting and understanding what the fuck happened and how I'm going to move forward, you know, and I had tons of obstacles, you know, but I, I'm doing good. I'm happy, you know? I I think that's really hard, like everything that you're describing, but like you said, everybody kind of processes it differently. I feel like, you know, for me, for example, like if I'm already sad, if I put myself and surround myself with more 
like sound it's like let's say I stayed home and listened to like love songs and I was in my room and I was alone like that would just make me more sad like I couldn't deal with that and I think it's also the narrative in our minds like the story that we're telling ourselves or you know if you're you're feeling like guilt or blame and there's like a lot of things that go with it and I kind of wonder with you Amanda like even though from you know when I saw you from the outside I really didn't know what was going on in your thought process like did you ever have to like talk your way out of like okay I'm not going to do this like if I go down this path this is what's going to happen so I'm like did you ever have to tell yourself like I need to keep myself busy like I need to be out I need to you know be like I just need to see my friends like did you ever have to talk yourself out of not staying home or not being sad or like not just going down that path with like certain thoughts yeah and I think too what I don't even know if a lot of people know this now um I actually didn't tell a lot of people like even Glinda and our friend Lucy like they're probably the first of the people that I told I didn't tell them immediately when it happened so I had a good couple of weeks that I I think I kind of just disappeared on everyone for a little bit like I kept in contact but it's kind of gone and I want to say those were my weeks of like yeah I probably stood in my room and cried a lot um but then at one point I was like all right like this can't keep doing this like okay so then that's when I started like telling people um, but even after, like I told people, there's still like some days where I just wouldn't want to be home and by myself. So I would just hit up whoever's home. Okay, cool. I'm going to come over and drink wine. We're going to watch movies. Like I was always out in the sense that I was always somewhere, but not necessarily doing something, even though I was probably at a concert like every other week. And yeah, you that- went to a dozen concerts. Well, that was my goal. So that actually, I did make a goal for myself, and it was kind of a really random goal. But my goal that first like year, so I'll say like it was probably started in 2019, was I was gonna go to every concert that I wanted to go to, whether no anybody wanted to go with me or not. If I had to go alone, I was gonna go. Um, she went by herself. What a, yep. What a badass. Huh? So I went to concerts by myself. Um, I would always hit up somebody, and Glenda always has my location, anyways. But and be like. Hey, I'm going to a concert. Watch my location. Make sure I get home. Like, bro, I thought it was a badass because I ate uh, breakfast by myself at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you went to a full Where, girl. Concert. You are. Girl, I've been to Cancun by myself and it was oh, also. Yes, Queen. I forgot about that. It was also because I was sad. I think, mm-hmm. like, if, if, uh, I guess if I think about it, like, not just like breakups, but even relationships that are not a relationship you know like a non-relationship relationship yeah where you're invested and you start to care about somebody like you start to be around them and I think that time it was like I was dating somebody that uh, I guess it wasn't my boyfriend there was no label but I was so invested and I think that one hit me really hard because I had years I had been single and I was still single but I think I was done like fucking around and being stupid. Like I actually was invested in this person and I really liked him. And I was just like, I told Glenda like, oh, I really like him. And you know, when like things like shit hit the fan, 
I was like, oh my God, I was so broken. Like, it was like the weirdest feeling. It wasn't like a relationship. It wasn't like that long. But I think I had dove in like really hard. And I, because I was ready, I was like, I'm going to do this. And I was so sad that I had to go to my parents' house because I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to tell them and they didn't really know about him. And that was the place where I could feel comforted without having to talk about it. And I wasn't going to tell them. So I didn't even go home and Glenda knew had, <laughs> knew what, I, what had happened. And so Glenda was worried because I think my phone died. <laughs> didn't know where I was at. And so, and like Glenda was like my only friend at the time and Jackie probably I think Jackie knew and, and Glenda knew, but it was so hard. And I took a few days off of work and I was just like heartbroken. And I feel like I actually like was mourning. Like I felt like I, in my head, I was like, he died, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't going, I wasn't going to go back. I was just like, this really sucks. So and then there's been other times where I, it's been easier for me to move on because I feel like I already know the way I can get. And I know the way, like, I'm so emotional and invested that mm -hmm. there's other times that I have to tell myself, like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, like, I have to talk my way out. I have to plan it out. I have to, like, like mentally prepare. And then my physical goes next, you know, like, it's tough sometimes. And I... And I just feel like I love too hard. Yeah, and I, I didn't have to go check up on you. Oh, what? When your phone died or something. Fortunately, she gave me keys to her apartment. <laughs> yeah, I went to go check if I was home and I wasn't. And I think when I woke up, I charged my phone. And then you were like, had been messaging me. And I was like, FaceTimed you. And I'm like, I'm at my mom's house. I had just woken up. My hair was like this. <laughs> Yeah, but I really, and I think those are the moments that I think back and I'm like, wow, like, Glenda's such a good friend because, you know, like, she checked on me, like, she was there and, like, the way she was there for you. And I think we need our friends in different ways. And, like, Glenda knows you so well that she knows, like, you just need her to be there and maybe not say anything. Like, mm. I probably would want to talk a lot. <laughs> like, Maggie, no. <laughs> talk a lot. I talk I'm always like, uh, at... Should I write this down? <laughs> and, I, and I think like being home made me sad. And so I just decided to go to Cancun. And I did invite Glenda with like, I didn't tell her what I was doing. I just asked her if she was free. And she said she wasn't, she had school. And I'm like, all right. So I just wanted to get away and kind of like what you said, like find myself. I feel like I kind of needed to like press a reset button and go to a different mm -hmm. place and just and during that time I was training for the marathon. So I was like running on the beach and, and, uh, I was just trying to find like inner peace and like figure things out because I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I can't be sad. Like I can't be broken That's mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. It's always like a little interesting journey to refine yourself because I feel like in the relationship I was in, I think a lot of myself got lost in it. And I didn't think it was okay to be myself anymore. And then the new friends that I met are, you know, whenever I dove back into dating or whatever, it was interesting to me because I learned like so many new things and like that it was okay to be myself. And that 
like these other people were okay with it like um so it's weird because I I don't know if that happens in every long-term relationship at some point you kind of lose yourself and then have to refine it but if the relationship's obviously meant to be like you guys will refine yourself together like even though you need your own time like but I think ours it just wasn't we needed to separate to both of us to find ourselves and like it just wasn't meant for us yeah I I feel like I lost myself in someone else's success and I was 110% okay with being like in the back seat you know as long as that person was thriving or was just doing whatever that person needed to do like I was okay with it you know like losing myself and my entire world just being about that person because that's what I wanted I was in love um you know it was like my childhood's like my high school sweetheart so all I wanted was for that person to be happy you know if that person was happy being successful then I was cool with it I was happy you know so once that was over, it was like, who am I? <laughs> you have to like figure it out. And then, you know, a lot of us do a lot of different things. Amanda, you got into health and fitness. Yeah. Um, I got pretty skinny. You know, the thing <laughs> is, when I'm in love, I get chubby. That's why I'm chubby right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nobody else is like that? No? Nobody? I'm chubby. I mean, I've just been eating a lot of fries during quarantine, so that could be why, but I don't know. (laughs) I think every breakup comes with a learning experience. And then, like, one thing that I heard a while ago is, like, we don't own anybody. No. You know, so that whole thought of, like, you know, that person is mine or controlling or attachment, I think that can bring a lot of pain. Because if you're always like holding on so tight or feeling like you own that person, you control that person, that's an issue. You know where you got that from? From The book I let you read, Conversations with God. Oh, you did. I do. Oh, she, I took that book to Cancun. (laughs) So I'm really good with breakups, right? (laughs) I've only had one whole breakup, but still. Uh, my favorite book to get me through it whenever I'm in a funk is the, well, there's a three part book, but the first one is called Conversations with God. And it's just a whole new perspective of faith. It's not a Bible. It's just a man really mad at God. And he just starts writing in like a legal notepad, like, man, like you're supposed to be here for me. Why are we suffering? And all of a sudden, God starts talking back and he starts writing. um, He just asks God all these questions. And it's just an interesting perspective, you know. And it's, it's my favorite book. And whenever I feel like somebody is in a in a bad place I give them that book I ask for it back because it's my favorite book but (laughs) yeah that was actually really nice to have with me and I didn't look at it as like a religious thing because I'm religious but it really touched me like there was some parts that like really resonated with me and I was like wow this is like really nice and it was just like a like it just happened to like fall into my lap and somebody told me about that book too and I was like yeah like Glenda let me borrow it like how weird I'm like like what a coincidence but yeah that's I think the like the whole learning experience and 
some of some things that happen in your past like will you'll apply in the future and I feel like at the end it's like a good outcome maybe at that moment or during that time you don't feel like it is or or you don't think so but reflecting back like time heals and it's just like to just to look back and reflect even if it's like a few years later it's really like wild like it's so wild to be like wow like I'm glad I kept going <laughs> like I made it like I'm good now or you don't you don't have another choice gotta keep pushing There's no alternative no Mm-mm. no ma'am yeah say no sir but we're ladies no ma'am no ma'am <laughs> I'm a senorita. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I I think a lot of it is like your mind. Like you really got to be like mentally strong for some like bad shit to go down. You just got to get your mind and then the rest will follow. You do. And I think you also need to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Like like I said, I had like those first couple of weeks and then I was like, no, I'm over it. Not over it, but like, no, like I'm ready to, this is real life. Like it's not changing. This is happening. It's over. Everything's getting canceled, whatever. But even like throughout like that whole, you know, next year, next couple of months, like there is random days, like just random days where I would just be like, something's not wrong today. But I never looked at it as like weakness. Like, oh, I can't. I can't cry about this. Like, no, like allow yourself 10, 15 minutes, go cry about it, get it out, move on with your day. Like just move on with your day. Um, what I will say was kind of cool is you ladies over here throwing me the random party that we had on the day that was supposed to be the wedding day. We had a very fun girls night out. And I'll probably say that was one of the funnest girls nights out, but nobody even got sloppy. <laughs> everybody actually drank because let's talk about the fact that every time we want to go out either glenda's on a diet somebody's on a diet somebody ain't drinking that night everybody was like we're all in we're all drinking i even got a sticker face tattoo that's how you did i think it's like okay to do those things too like it wasn't like we're like making fun of anything or anything it was just the girl, like, on it was my friend Andrea was the one who like offered up her house and everything because she was the one that was like, "What are you gonna do on that day?" And I was like, "I don't know. I haven't even been thinking about it." She's like, "Well, you're not sitting at home, so you should just tell all your girls to come over here." And I was like, "Okay, we had a party. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We went to Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we went to Pasadena. I was like, right. Yeah, my cousin came. Uh, yeah, no, it was a fun night though, but." I feel like those things, like, it's okay to do, like, things like that, too. Like, go out, have your girls' nights. Not saying go out, get drunk every night. Girl, I had my girls' night for, like, two damn years, huh, Maggie? (laughs) (laughs) Two damn years in a row, every Saturday. I I was there. I confused Mm -hmm. Linda. I was like, yeah! Yeah, party! I was like, let's do it. It was nights that Glenda was like crawling on the floor, like throwing up in the sewer. She's so thoughtful. She's like, I'm not going to throw up on the sidewalk. She like 
got on all fours and was throwing up like in like where this the sewage goes i'm really careful um, when i throw up because i feel bad i don't want people cleaning up my mess right so I always like, I'm like, ah, I got to make it in the toilet. I got to like find a trash can. So yeah, I, I'm a lightweight. So. Linda got peed on too. <gasps> what? <laughs> Linda. It was New Year's Eve and I am just in the restroom, right? Just peeing and somebody breaks the stall door because she has to pee. And then I'm like, what the fuck, right? Because I'm upset. We were at a club, not like. We were at a club, yes. And then she she leans towards the door and she starts crying. And I look at her and she's peeing her pants. Like she couldn't hold it. And so like her pee got all over my legs. Like she peed on me. Oh, no. And then she started crying. I felt so bad. Like I was all aggressive, ready to fight with my panties down, you know? Like. <laughs> And uh, I felt so bad. I was like, girl, just give me a second. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I helped her. And I was like, well, you can't go back out there with those wet panties. Like, oh, you got to throw those out. <laughs> she's wearing pants? Or she's wearing a dress? She was wearing a dress. So she just took solo se quitó oh. los calcones, you know? And she's good. She could just wipe herself with her chonies. Yeah, she did. But she was crying. You know what I mean? Like, oh, who wants yeah. to? Who wants that to happen to them? But they, she couldn't hold it. So, I mean, I've had lots of fun nights. We should talk about this. That was the same night that I think I threw up before getting into the club. Remember, right when we were getting dropped off, like, I couldn't She threw up all over my jacket. It was wonderful. I think I I threw up on my jacket, too, because, like, New York is always cold. And I think I was concerned, like, were they going to have coat check or not? And then I think, like, I threw up on my coat and I had to leave my coat in the car. My brother was dropping us off. And then... Yeah, I was already like threw up before I got in. I was already I didn't drink all night. I just got drunker and drunker as the night progressed. It was it was so much fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh yeah. That's well, uh that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah, it is. Mm. I have a lot of stories. <laughs> I'm an experienced woman. I'll tell you. I've lived but thank you, Amanda, so much for sharing your story with us. That I know it's not always easy to put your business out there. Like, I put my business out there. I don't care. YOLO. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. And I wish you the best. And I know you're going to continue thriving. That's Killing it. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks for having me and letting me share my story. Because I know, I know at first I never really wanted to talk about it. But then... I'm sure there's other people that have been through similar situations and it's just like, you'll be all right, girl. Just keep, find something you're into. Keep pushing along. If your friends ain't supporting you, find some new friends. Yeah. Time heals everything and everything happens for a reason. I know it's like, oh my God, people always say that. You got to believe it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. You know what I mean? Like everything, every experience is meant for you to learn it. Any relationship, it doesn't have to be like a man and woman. It could be like friends, you know, that you like have a falling out. Like you learn things from every individual that crosses your path because it's life, you know, and the purpose of life is to love. And I think it kind of always goes back and back to that, you know? So yeah, keep pushing guys. 
Mm-hmm. Gonna be... All right. All right. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.